in today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. Mike opens the door of the front seat and falls face first onto the asphalt and starts making the most horrendous herking noise. It's just like, as loud as possible. All I knew was her name was Lydia. So, sorry Lydia if you're listening. uh... I know, three Lydias. Hi Lydia. Lydia. I don't have a problem with the concept of Uber. I don't either. Yeah, it's a great idea. And I don't begrudge anybody from going out to, to, to try to make a I don't either. Yeah. Except the ones that think they're taxi drivers. I know. Well, she kind of want to just smack in the face because it's just like, y'all ain't taxi drivers. I do that too, though. Like, I'll drop somebody off at a, an address and I'll say, oh, this used to be a party house right. or, or something yeah, like party that. House. Yeah, this is where, <laughs> or this is where you would buy drugs. Everybody went here to buy drugs yeah. and people are like, what? Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. (laughs) Okay, yes. Uh, Okay, well, let's go. Off we go. So I am hanging out here. We are ready to do a podcast. It's kind of a hazy day today, too, and it's not even, it's not bad weather. It's a smoke. Oh, Taxi David. What is going on? How you doing? Okay, there you go. I was waiting for that. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, so what's going on? Hey, how about this air? (coughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So we have smoke from like wildfires, and I was down at one of the bars recently just a little bit ago and uh, there was a woman out there and i said how's it going and she said oh it's great but this smoke man it's terrible and she's smoking a fucking <laughs> cigarette so. did she mean her cigarettes were terrible no i think she was talking about the okay, air okay there yeah anyway his zippo lighter he sees the killer's face cool. maybe it's someone just standing in the killer's place say that again his zippo lighter he sees the killer's face that line's just cool by itself. Maybe it's someone just standing in the killer's place. Okay. So this is a song lyric, mm-hmm. and this is going with the game that you're doing. Right. This is week four. And remind me again, people have to guess and email you. Right. Or email us at thattaxipodcast. at gmail.com. Yeah. To let us know that they know the lyric. Right. And basically, if anybody is doing it now they, they're they probably going to win because we haven't had that big of a response <laughs> <laughs> and you win a plethora of prizes we have tons of toys including my book okay. a t-shirt well we have a special uh, uh surprise for someone uh, for everybody listening yes this we, is actually i'm very i've been very excited we have a guest co-host roxy <laughs> roxy 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 music nope hey guys Hello. This is Alex. Alex from Uberfame. <laughs> <laughs> well, those of you who, uh, if you haven't been paying, following along, I think it was our third episode. It was Uber Puke. Uber Puke. I told the story of a guy who was carrying his drunk, drunk ass girlfriend, and 
put her into an Uber and she puked. In the Uber. Right. A week ago, this woman walks up to me and says, hey, are you Taxi David? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I was listening to your podcast. I'm that Uber driver. So we have so, the no, driver. <laughs> so here we have Alex. Alex is the, uh, the Uber driver. The Uber driver who was looking very exasperated. Yes. And y'all were talking about me um, going in the back and only grabbing paper towels. Right. Yes, that's what I saw. And I towels. said you were prepared, but David said, no. No, no, no not just paper towels. Right. right. <laughs> so what did happen from your point of view? From my point of view. So I'm pulling up to that uh, music venue. There was a rap show. So I knew the people coming in were going to be so cross-faded. Mm -hmm. I was like, I am prepared. I have a cover in my back for this kind of stuff just because I have dealt with pukers before and I've got a bucket and I've got cleaners oh and God. actually you gave me the that one cleaner when we were when we yeah, met up and I'm like pets, ooh this is gonna be exciting kids stuff and kids yeah. and pets yeah but anyway so boyfriend and friend and girlfriend get into the car girlfriend is a goddamn mess mm -hmm. boyfriend is absolutely handling it like a champ and his buddy Mike, we'll go ahead and just call him Mike because he kept saying, God damn it, Mike, the whole time. <laughs> Mike was sitting in the back and then jumps into the front. And we get everybody loaded and we're driving off. And as we're driving, Mike is basically hanging half out my car in the front seat holding my bucket. Oh. Boyfriend and girlfriend are sitting in the back. Girlfriend is like, you know, she's a mess. But, you know, we've all been there. We've all overindulged. Boyfriend yeah. is like seriously the sweetest guy i have ever met the entire time he's like holding her hair telling her it's okay she's been there You're... before <laughs> well i wouldn't say he's been there it's more like you know he was being the... mm. i've been in that position i've had someone go deal with it yourself mm -hmm. no i've seen guys just say you know she's fun. She's I'm fun. exactly it's fine it's yeah. fine but he's like you know he's apologizing to me going i'm so sorry and while telling her it's like Here's it's okay you're safe you're okay. okay you know this happens i'm not mad don't be ashamed it's fine this happens and everything like that so we get to where i drop him off at and he's unloading the girlfriend gets her out and everything comes back with cleaners and i'm like dude i got you covered don't worry he's <laughs> handing me money and like apologizing. Uh, good. he's giving you money the great thing about mike though this is the fun part is mike opens the door of the front seat and falls face first onto the asphalt and starts making the most horrendous herking noise. It's just like, oh. as loud as possible. And I'm like, dude, I was fine with you until this moment because I hate that noise. <laughs> oh, and so like, so you have a visceral reaction. I have that. a visceral reaction to yeah. that noise. Like I can handle people puking. I deal with it. I've got kids, I, they're pukers, you know, it just, it's a thing you deal with. And right. so we get there and Mike is right in the area that I need to drive to get out of the like parking area and he's just laying there hurricane. I'm like, dude, I need you to move Mike. Come on. The uh, boyfriend's like, God damn it, Mike, get the hell out of the way. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Mike rolls. He doesn't stand up. He rolls off to the side and hits the bush and he goes, I'm okay. The bush has caught me. I'm safe. And then continues to hurt. And I'm just like, all right, well, this is fun. Made good tips. Found out that, you know, the, the whole thing with the boyfriend being like, just so, you know, supportive of his, you know, partner that's in a very vulnerable position. Yeah. You're holding hair. their You're hair. Soothing. You're like soothing. Like you would for a little kid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I generally, when it comes to people who are going to puke, I, I don't turn them away because they're, you know, 
college kids that just kind of messed up and it's okay. They're not sure where their envelope is yet. Precisely. That's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, I got all that stuff prepared for them. Not that huge of a deal. All my stuff's got, you know, So you're not afraid of them doing it. No, I'm not afraid of them doing it. The things I'm more afraid of is when, if they pass out and I have not had anybody pass out on me because I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep them awake, but keep they pass engaged. out on me. Yeah. It's like, no, we're going to take you home. Yeah. Oh, but it reminds me of this one time I did pick up somebody from the hospital who was picked, who was at the hospital because they were shit faced. They were so drunk that right. they had to go to the hospital. And, and then I drove them. No, like they already went, they were picking them up from the hospital oh. to take them home. And they wanted me to stop and pull over so they could pick up more beer. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we're not going to do one, that. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever made a decision to take someone to the hospital i have not Uh, most people that i take to the hospital have already requested it yeah okay um i have called the cops to have somebody come pick somebody up who needed to go to the hospital oh what uh what happened there um i was funny enough i was driving these two like really sweet kids who were really chill about what happened but we're driving and it was like three o'clock in the morning and a dude on a bike gets totally just smacked by a car so i'm like okay guys we're gonna just kind of Cancel this ride right here. I'll take you guys wherever you need to go, but we need to handle this right now. See, this is problem solving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's not a lot of Uber drivers who can do that. I've noticed that from the people I've talked to who take yeah. Uber and they're, it's, it's, I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but I get told like, oh, you're the best Uber driver ever. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm just doing customer service, but yeah. sure. Have you done customer service before? Last 20 years. Doing what? Um, kind of a very a variety of things. Like I've worked in um, retail. I've been a massage therapist for ten years. I've done HR, which is its own form of customer service. Yep. I my I spent four hours doing cold calls for a dating service back in the early aughts in San wow. Francisco. Okay. So there's a lot of conversational stuff on talking. Oh yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that you haven't had anybody pass out because that's happened to me a few times. Right. Yeah. And uh, one of the bars up the street here. The doorman put a woman in my cab and told me where she, you know, mm-hmm. lived. And she's crying on the phone and yelling at her boyfriend the whole time. And halfway there, she just be quiet. And I said, like, finally, she's quiet, right? We get to the address and I look back and I realize she's passed out. Well, her address is a conglomerate of about 14 apartment buildings. Yeah. I don't know what her apartment number is. I don't know. You know, and I had no way of waking her up. So eventually I called the police in that city and they came out. And just as they showed up, her boyfriend shows up in an Uber. So he, he knew where she lived, of course. Mm-hmm. I thank God, you know. So that was one incident. All I knew was her name was Lydia. So yeah. sorry, Lydia, if you're listening. Uh... I know three Lydias. Hi, Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> Lydia. <laughs> I think it's yeah. one of those things where it's a, you know, kind of a gendered thing where it makes it really difficult you as a person you know as yes. you as a dude waking right up i can't, chick, touch, her. can't yeah. touch her touch her where i mean i'm female i have a little bit more privilege with that because you know a lot of people feel a lot safer with me i've got big mom energy um you know if uh, i don't like initiate touching anybody but i've had a lot of people kind of reach out like you know you know shake my hand and, mm-hmm. and like want to do like you know fist bumps and everything and people be really comfortable with yeah. me doing that as opposed to i've heard horror stories about um you know some people who've ridden an uber and had a male driver touch them inappropriately yeah. and it's like 
what the hell, my dude? You have a story about one of your regulars who took an Uber and ended up 40 miles away. Yeah. Oh, I've heard these stories, too. What's one you've heard? Oh, so a couple of girls I was driving there tell me about some, like, their friend got dropped off about two, three miles away from their destination because the Uber driver just didn't want to drive them anymore. Girl was, you know, drunk and... You know, it's not a, like, safe area that she got dropped off, and it's not a safe walk. I mean, uh -huh. it's, you know, any girl walking around at 4 o'clock in the morning is not a good thing. And so, and he just flat out just dropped her off, kicked her out of the car. And it's like, I, I've i only kicked out wow. one person before their destination, and that's because they tried to jump over the um, back seat and hit me. Mm. And that's the only that's time I've reason. ever kicked somebody out. Reason. Yeah, and that's And they responded reason. well? Like, got out? Uh, their buddy was with them oh, too wow, and was like making yeah. sure that you know their buddy first off pushed them back and then like got him out of the car and it's like dropped them off in the middle of nowhere and it was like you know double bird all yeah. right y'all can't ride in my car if you're gonna do this well this girl had passed out she passed out Uber. uh well she was with another person and they dropped that guy off first and then they were on to her destination which and the uber was home right so it's already programmed so the guy knows her address or whatever she yeah. wakes up and she's 30 miles south of here Jesus. And she's like, where the hell am I? What's going on? And she was drunk and she's scared and she's confused. Well, yeah. He pulls over. He gets out. He has a smoke while she's texting all her friends. This is where I am, you know, mapping it, telling everybody where I am and freaking out. And this guy, I think he agreed to take her home, left the whole thing running. But first he went to his house to use the oh, bathroom. Oh, ew, ew, <laughs> right? ew. So she's sitting in his driveway and then she he comes back out. And drives her the rest of the way. She's charged ninety or a hundred dollars or one hundred twenty dollars. Thought she just something like that. that. She, she did about a ten dollar ride, right? Anywhere in town. Well, I don't know. It was bar rush time. You know, okay. it could have been like forty. Right. You know, but um, she disputed it, and they wouldn't turn it over. She ended up paying it, and I told her, "You got to call and argue. You got to you got to find something because I just don't want to deal with it anymore." So, having had dealt with a kind of a, a traumatic experience like similar to something like that when i've had like somebody do that to me while i've been driving mm -hmm. you get to a certain point where it's like i don't want to have to even relive this anymore i just want to let it go because the amount of fight that i'm going to put up with yeah. just to be heard mm -hmm. is like it's exhausting and it's what what would she get she get her money back she's not going to get that time back she's yeah. like, so it's or it the kind trauma of, or the trauma exactly yeah. you just kind of like she all right just fuck it i'm done i don't so how long have this. you been doing this um, I've been doing Uber Eats. So I did Uber Eats through the pandemic. So did I, yeah. During yeah. that time, I, I had to. Remember, it, we all had to pivot somehow. So. Exactly. And I mean, like, I as a massage therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Uh, well, how long have you been doing it? Oh, uh, yeah. So you I did, switched from Uber Eats during the pandemic to... to I did uh, what's called Uber X, which is when you drive people. Okay. Um, you can do both. Isn't uh, that like a luxury car? XL is with the luxury car. Oh, you okay. get the big XL. Which is why I always love it when people are like, yeah, I don't want to get an XL, but I do want to try to cram too many people into your car. And I'm like, dude, you need to actually get the car that fits that yes. many people, my dude. Right. But um, now um, I switched over to UberX uh, in March of this year. So I've only March. been doing it for six, seven months. Yeah. Seven months, yeah. And this is your full-time gig? Right this right now is my full-time gig because I am a student at the local college. Um, and uh, I also have kids, like I mentioned. Yeah. And... Weirdly enough, this actually gives me more time with my kids. Yep, that's why I, that's why I became a cab driver, and not one of the reasons why, but mm -hmm. it I was going through divorce, so it made me to be available 
all day for my kids. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, I sleep. I, I usually just, I get, I'm well, out um, so they range. I have a couple of stepkids that live with me and a couple of uh, kids I gave birth to that live with me. But right now we've got three in the house. And okay. so school age. Uh, two are school age. One is 24. I thought we were going to go the other direction. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 24 months. Yeah. 24 months. No, no, no. Kinda. I, I, I quit. I, I stopped having babies after the seven-year-old was born. It was like, all right, yeah. we ain't doing this shit. I'm yeah, not doing yeah. this. Yeah, when you birth a seven-year-old, man. That's... I know, especially with how big his head is. Jesus Christ. I don't know if I can do that again. You know? Maybe I'll try to go for nine one of these years, but I don't oh, have the equipment anymore. So. But it does help when, when they're school age because they're in school and you sleep. You sleep you during know? the school, yeah. Yeah, and then the they same reason I did, yeah, graveyard too. Yeah, you're awake when they're yeah. when they're home. Exactly, and yeah. so, and I don't. I usually start work right after dinner, um, so I get you know the time they get home from school until dinner. We all chill, we hang out, and stuff like that. My day is off. I mean, I still kind of keep that sleep schedule, but you know, then I can do games and stuff. But yeah. I'm there for. I'm able to be there for the mornings um, when they get up in the morning, so I'm still awake at that time. How many days a week are you doing this? Currently, I'm doing it six days. I usually do four, yeah, but yeah, because four is there's, mine, yeah. there's some financial stuff that's kind of like required me to work a little bit extra. And that is the benefit of, and this is where I would say, first of all, I don't have a problem with the concept of it. It's a great idea. I don't either. Yeah, it's a great idea. And it I don't begrudge anybody from going out to, to, to try to make a living. I don't either. Yeah. Except the ones that think they're taxi drivers. I know. Which you kind of want to just smack in the face because it's just like, y'all ain't taxi drivers. Y'all work for a corporation no. that provides you with, you know, an opportunity to do these things mm -hmm. that, you know, with a couple of extra benefits. That's about yeah. it. That mm -hmm. does say the, I don't know how taxis work, but I do like the, like, as a rider and as a driver having kind of, some of the checks and balances in terms of your rides are recorded in terms of where you're going. Mm -hmm. If something is off, I have just like a button on my, um, on my thing that goes, Hey, call the cops, call the, uh, security people. Call. You basically so, know who you're going to be picking up before you get there and where they're going ish. Right. right. The now thing they can is, change that. Yeah. They can change it. And, um, sometimes they, you know, forget that hey if you want to ride to there and back it's a two-stop my dude it's not a yeah. i'm just automatically driving you because i got other rides mm -hmm. you deal with it more but i i've had my experience with it over the years before i went private uh where people say i'm paying you you just do what i tell you exactly to. Yeah. and talk about kicking people out i've kicked out many that way i just mm -hmm. pull over and i say clearly i'm not the best driver uh, for you. he's more mm -hmm. diplomatic than yeah. i am my my words are get the fuck out of my cab yeah yes yeah. And they apologize to me, and I'm like, I understand, but I've had kids too. And you mm -hmm. say, I understand, but you still need to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're still going to your room for punishment, but I understand why it happened and that I you're sorry. This. That's and... totally great. And, and you know what? In the future, don't do this again. Yeah. However, these are the That's consequences the of your actions. Right. So please get the fuck out of my car. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have the pleasure to. She's going to have the pleasure. Yeah. I get the pleasure. Yeah. Rib for <gasps> your pleasure. <laughs> Welcome to The Dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So thank you to Preston for giving the wheel this new and creative name. Yeah, the old name sucks. Yeah. So let's see where The Dispatcher sends us now. The Dispatcher. 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 
exciting. All right, so each one of those, each one of those numbers represents a topic. I don't have the topics memorized. I don't think Thomas has them all written down. So mm -hmm. let's see what happens. <laughs> ah, you said it was gonna work, and now it's like, nope. All right, Gentle. come on, my friend. There we go. Five. Five, five is get to know you. Uh oh, oh okay. that's a good one. Well, we kind of just did that a little bit, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, let the. Uh, Tell us about your background, your childhood, or hobbies, upbringing. Your hobbies yeah. or um, what comes to mind? Well, for the whole getting to know you, it's kind of the what comes to mind is the script that ends up happening. Because, I mean, inevitably, when you get Uber rides, they're like, oh, so you're from around here. And it, it's a dead giveaway that I'm not because I say y'all all the time. I just mm -hmm. meant thinking of that earlier. Uh -huh. You say y'all. I'm about to say, I say y'all because so I you am. So from, you're from Canada. Exactly, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was... Uh, Born in Houston, I have a very Texas family, despite the fact that we, I actually grew up all over the place. My dad uh, was in the military. So you come from a military family? I come from a military family, so. Was it Air Force? Uh, Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Okay. So daddy was in the Coast Guard. We bounced around from Florida, New Jersey, Boston. Anywhere there's water. Anywhere there's water, with the exception of the Great Lakes. We never made it out that way, but we did travel through there a few times. Mm -hmm. We lived in Lake Maine. I lived sure. in Massachusetts for a heartbeat. Um, we were in Texas a couple of times. Uh, where else? California, Oregon, Washington, obviously. So is this right all up. during your youth? So most of it's during my youth. Um, Massachusetts, Maine, and Washington were uh, as adults. Um, but California was the last place when I was with my folks uh, as a kid. So you moved here because of a boy. Because I moved here because of a boy. And we were actually together for a little bit. And then actually still a good friend, like, 13 years later is really cool okay. dude. But um, I ended up just staying here because the area is absolutely, it's gorgeous. Yep. It's basically, I, we live in a Bob Ross painting all year round. Yeah. Well, exception of today, considering the apocalyptic smoke thing going on. I know, yeah. Aside from that, it's gorgeous area, great people, great school districts for mm -hmm. my uh, kiddos. Um, yeah. So, Thomas, do you have anything special you'd like to talk about yourself that no. we don't know about? No? No. I have nothing in my mind. Well, that's that's usual I for have you. a question then, because yeah. I definitely have a question. So, given the fact that we're all overnight workers and everything like that, how the hell do y'all um, balance out any sort of social life? Well, you don't. Well, you're looking at it. Well, I've been married for so long that I don't have a social life anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> My social life involves the PS5 and a couple of joints. So. Oh, what do you play? I'm right now. I'm back to uh, Fallout Four because I just got that for uh, PS5, and mm -hmm. I just got the PS5 last last month. So yeah. I'm replaying some of the older games. Right on. How's it feel on the five as opposed to the four? Yeah. About the same. <laughs> I was about to say, it's yeah. honestly about the same, it but it's is. the newer ones. Can you play the older games on it? You can play PS4 games on yep. the PS5. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And you can always... As uh, long as you got the hard disk version, because there's two versions of the PS5. Right, there's okay. also a digital version. Right, And the digital version won't play on the PS5. You have to have a hard... Oh, no, the digital version will play on the PS5. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, digital right. versions. And any new games you get, you have to buy digitally. You can't use a disc to... Anymore. Right. No, they're pushing that yeah. to go away, which, I mean... It's understandable, but it's all cloud storage stuff, and yep. it's, yeah, mm. it makes it so you can't go out and find uh, in the uh, bargain bin all the old right. games right. and well, stuff. Right, well, I think that's what they're, they're No, sort of no more E.T. games for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. 
uh, which was actually I watched a documentary. Yeah, I that was that the too, worst yeah. game that they ever actually made. had to go look in the landfill. landfill. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they threw away so go. many. <laughs> uh, for social life, for me, um, I used to come out every Tuesday. Now I'll explain how that happened. I, I uh, since I'm private, I had a lot of clients that I drove regularly. Um, so I kind of knew, I know what I'm going to see each day. I know how much I'm going to make on average each day. And the people I drive regularly, uh, represent a certain amount of money. Like I had a little old guy from bar down there on the waterfront. Mm -hmm. I drove him every day that I worked and at the time. It was five days, you know, and each ride was $10 ride home. Mm -hmm. And so that's $10 for every, that's $50 a week. Mm -hmm. That's $200 a month. Yep. And I started thinking of my clients in that context in order to ensure I was making decent money enough to survive. Yeah. And then one day, um, one of my clients who was a $400 a month client mm -hmm. left her job at one of the bars and went to work for one of the casinos. Mm -hmm. And so she wasn't going to need rides anymore. And that's like being told, yeah, in your paycheck, you're going to make $400 less right. this oh, yeah. from now on. And you were like, how am that, I going to do this? Exactly. So on Tuesday nights, I would go out. And I would set a certain amount of money aside to go out that I could write off as a business expense for entertainment and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I justified it. About and, there. And then, and then my what I did with that money. Any IRS agents listening? <laughs> uh, take note. Winky wink. But I would take my money and I would buy. I would see like Mike, who I drive regularly, and I would buy him a drink. Mm -hmm. And that would be awesome. Everybody would be excited, you know. And the goal of that was to have Mike eventually get him you know, drunk and take him home with you. I say you take him home and Mike was very that. handsome. Yeah. But no. Um, but was to upgrade the client so that they would call me more often and things like that. Oh, yeah. A few months later, say. I'm finding out I'm just going out and getting wasted. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so it didn't oh, really yeah. work out. Um, but that was how I was social. Now, I, this is what I do is like hanging out. Mm -hmm. So that is my social life. I was married for 16 years. So coming out in the cab was like getting to go out to the bars every night. But not having to drink, not having to spend money. And hey, you make money while yeah, doing it. Yeah, right. Getting paid to hang out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. All right. So that was a good to know. You got to know a little bit. That was a good question, though. Oh, because yeah. Because social life for a cab, it really... You socialize a lot. And you yeah. people a lot. It's a lot get of energy. This, it's a lot of energy. And there's yeah. a lot of people who are, you know, draining. Because, mm -hmm. like, I've had a couple of rides where I'm just like, I cannot wait till this one's over just because you're just you're too much right. about so, like, that how, how does your uh significant other feel about you working nights and picking up drunk guys is there a it's hesitation kind of, with that i mean how do you feel uh, how safe do you feel um, as well generally i feel pretty safe just because i know how to handle myself mm -hmm. and i mean i have different things in my car that keep me you know actually safe and that are kind of meant to to discourage anything that would like a knife i have a knife and yeah. i actually i've had pepper people spray. go like no because if you pepper spray inside a car you're kind of fucking yourself oh yep i have a marine grade uh for a 75 foot boat uh air horn oh okay and you put that up to somebody's ear that's that going to like absolutely it's going right. to just you know disable them and i mean i can run away from something while deaf mm -hmm. i can't run long blind so that's right. why it's like okay we'll do that but well, you can run blind but I could run blind, but I'd rather not. I mean, I'll go deaf. I don't care. I just don't want to lose my eyesight because that would suck. All right, let's do another wheel. Right on. Um, I'm going to vote that. No, I think Thomas should do it this okay. time. All right, here we go. And... Oh, oh. No, I'm not touch it. Ooh, that oh the master. Number three. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> 
You don't know what it is? Interesting encounter or happenstance. Ooh, okay. All right. I have a list of interesting yeah. encounters. Yeah, okay. look at these. Well, so, oh, no, we need to ask this question because first okay, question we covered in our yeah, very yeah. first episode, what's the craziest experience that you had in the cab? Okay. Or so the Uber. In the Uber. Would probably be one of the first rides I ever got. It was some downtown show going on at the uh, Sausage Fest Club okay, over here. Sure. And um, picked up a guy from it, and he's telling me this crazy story. Because I'd been hearing from other people and riders that there was a you know some gunshots going off downtown. And I was like, oh, this is wild. So this guy gets in my car. Not as rare like, as it used to be. Not yeah. as rare as it used yeah. to be. This Coming is probably, yeah. yeah, it's a bit wild. But guy gets in my car, and he starts going off about, you know, like, yeah, I'm not from around here. I'm from L.A., and I was saying the N-word. Where I'm from, I'm allowed to say it because he's brown, and I'm just like, okay, dokey, my dude, sure. He's like, yeah, you know, and they were trying to start a fight with me because I was filling up all these people trying to find my phone because somebody stole my phone and I couldn't find my phone, so I was filling up all these chicks, and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, yeah. dude. And so he's telling me basically he got the Uber ride off the stolen phone after firing off a gun downtown. And in between all of this, and in all of this, like he's going off, and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, you know, are you married? You know, I'm not in town very long, but I'd love to hook up with you. You know, you want to go out, you know, I'll take you out and all this other stuff. And, you know, are you a fed? What? <laughs> Do I look like a fucking fed? And I was like, no, no, I'm just an Uber driver. He's like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. So anyway, I have this gun. I threw it away. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. And then I pull over, drop him off at the whatever stop it is. I have no idea if I'm actually going to get paid. I have no idea what's going on with this phone. I have no idea what's going yeah. on with this dude and everything like that. And he comes around to the front and tries to like have me roll down my window. And I'm like, nope, I got to go. Sorry, another ride. Later. Bye. Pretty scary. Bye. That is scary. Um, I probably would have written down that address that I dropped him off at. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. This is baby Uber time. The I did not have any like you sure, know cab okay. uh, recording mm -hmm. or anything right. like that. I'm just like, let me get this person to the where they need to go. She was get a noob. Get the fuck out of my yeah. car and then go pick up the next person and go. Oh shit! What just happened? But yeah. again, the level of intoxication and I mean, we're talking. This guy was on something else too. I mean, the way he was talking, yeah. like a mile a minute, was, more than I. Someone did. like does that to me. I kind of figure they're just trying to uh, give me the impression. I don't. I'm yeah, like thinking in my mind, oh, that shit really didn't happen. Yeah, I would too. You're full of shit, you know, yeah. but I just let them go on and on and on. And that's they're trying to impress me, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I was at with it. That was like with the first. So I want to hear. Yeah, do you have a well, happenstance? Happenstance, yeah. So I pick these this couple up uh, at the airport and I take them to uh, an ad address, uh, probably about um, eight miles away. Mm -hmm. And as we're pulling up, I said, oh, I dropped off a young kid here last weekend. He had a shitload of, did you guys have a party? Because he had a shitload of alcohol. And they looked at each other and go, did this guy have green and red hair? Because he did. He had his hair dyed. I said, yeah. And the lady looked at her husband and said, well, our daughter's in high school. And we told her that she was not allowed to see that man anymore. So I basically just ratted out her Aww. daughter to them nice. uh, by accident. Yeah. I said, you know, so I guess, uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Said, no, no, thank you very much for telling us. I guess. And I could tell that uh, this high school age daughter was in a lot of trouble. I probably <laughs> saved her somehow that you maybe don't realize. Maybe I did. Yeah. Or you made things worse. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she she's 
murdered maybe, a few people. Yeah, maybe she's looking for me with, you know, <laughs> a, a cab driver who told on me. I do that too, though. Like, I'll drop somebody off at a, an address and I'll say, oh, this used to be a party house right. or, or something yeah, like party that. House. Yeah, this is where, <laughs> or this is where you would buy drugs. Everybody went here to buy drugs. Yeah. And people are like, what? Um, my happenstance. Um, I'm looking at some of my notes that I had here. I had a ride where I picked up a couple, and it was probably 11, 12 at night, and I drove them uh, to one of the lesser attractive neighborhoods in town. And um, and she said, uh, I don't have the money on me right now. My mother has the money. I'm going to go in and get that. Um, and I say, hey, that's totally cool. Just leave behind a credit card or leave behind your ID. And she's shuffling through her stuff because I don't have that. Um, and she's, well, my, I'll leave my husband. Okay. That seems like decent clout. Right? Yeah. So, unless they're about to break up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets in a car and drives away, right? And she leaves, and he's just like, uh, I don't feel good. I think I need to step out of it. And now you know, right? right. This is when you go. And I lock the doors, and I start taking off, and he jumps out of the car before I can lock the doors completely. Uh-huh. And so I put it in park, and I chase after him. Okay. He runs into the apartment complex. I run into the apartment complex. It's all outdoor courtyard stuff, right? Yeah. And he runs up some stairs. I run up the stairs. He runs across the balconies and comes back downstairs. I run back downstairs. I haven't run. <laughs> I haven't run for years. And to launch your body into this <laughs> this gymnastic thing was a night. It wasn't just running. All right. I still probably would have upstairs collapsed. And but now I'm going downstairs. Yeah. downstairs. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't faint. Well, adrenaline only lasts so long. Right. I made it to the bottom of the stairs. And I'm hitting, I lost the guy. Right. And I'm leaning against the next staircase. And then this door opens and this old woman looks out. And I walk up, I go, hi. And she quick shuts the door. And I, <laughs> I knock on the door and I, and I hear them. So I just happened to be right, right where he front. went into. Yep. And, uh, and I said, listen, I understand that they didn't want to pay for the ride. Get it. I'm going to call the cops to let them know that he ran on the ride. They're going to come here and they'll arrest him. Or at least cite him. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, while I'm on 911, it's waiting for it to ring. In the meantime, if there's money you want to come up with, we can end it all right now. And the woman comes out and she apologizes. My son this, right. my son that, my son. I don't even remember what all the excuses were. Probably had to do it before. Yeah, and I don't understand. I understand. No, she's. Turns out she was a bit of a partner in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to defend him like she. She was trying to defend him like, oh my poor boy, and yeah, yeah. you know. And then they both come out. And finally, the cops answer. I'm talking to the dispatcher, and they said, "We'll send two officers over." And in the meantime, she says, "Why don't you come in? You can take anything you want in the house." Oh! No. So I walk in. Well, barter man, system. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with the barter system. If somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, I have uh, a knife," or a, "or I have uh, yeah, something," I'll take. It. Uh, depends on the context, but yeah, mm-hmm. I typically take it depending on the cost. And so I walked in. They had this TV that didn't work. They had. Um, she had. Who take that? He had a computer, she had a computer that was uh, broken, like the, it was a laptop, but it was separated. Oh. But she uses it like that. I, I didn't want that. They didn't have anything. If I were robbing the place, there was literally nothing. Nothing you would take. Nothing worth taking. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it was. And so I took uh, what looked more like something she obviously valued, but just this tiny little like end table or coffee table, only about this big, and because it was hand painted, so it mm-hmm. obviously had some sort of significance. Mm-hmm. And this old clock that looked like a big alarm clock uh that she probably got from like a fancy little store somewhere you know or boutique goodwill or goodwill could have been yeah (laughs) 
but I took those two things and I left and the cops were still at the gate with mm-hmm. the code and they're all like, listen, <laughs> and I drove up little and I pig, said, little pig, yeah, let me in. and I got what I wanted. So that was my happiness. Yeah, and then after you left, that they're all laughing their asses off. Can you believe he took that crap? Yeah, I know. And they pull out the steel briefcase with all the money that they stole from the somewhere. diamonds. <laughs> See, that's one thing I do like about Uber is it's paid up front. That, that is too. That's one of those say, things because I have. That's, that's the main the thing that I, I feel that separates taxi drivers from Uber drivers yeah. is we have to deal with getting paid. We just got it. We just, it's an automatic thing. Right. Now people are trying to work around that by canceling mid ride. I had that happen one time when I was driving this one person, this one girl, and it was paid for by this dude and halfway through it got canceled. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And she's like, yeah, he's trying to get out of pain. And I was like, okay, so when you see him again, can you punch him for me? Because one, he's still going to pay for this. Yeah. And two, that just screwed you over because I have no idea where the hell I'm dropping you off at now. And oh yeah, I just got another ride immediately afterwards. Oh, sure. So um, we've got to figure this out. Just punch him for me, please, because this is bullshit. And, and video it. And video it and send it to me. Here's mm-hmm. my number. But yeah, that's the one thing I do like about Uber. That's an automatic thing. And if somebody cancels on you after a certain point, I think it's like two minutes or two miles, something like that, you still, you, get, something. You still get something. Or if you end up sitting there waiting for them. Like I've had people who wanted me to wait like 15 minutes and I'm like, sorry, dude, I've got other rides. What is the Uber's standard so, limit? Uber's standard limit is you get two minutes from the time I arrive before you start getting charged. And then after that, you get another five minutes. So you get seven minutes before I can cancel it without, you know, because if I cancel it before the thing happens, I get dinged on my account. Right. Like, well, you're canceling if you ding, if you cancel too many times. Right. Like, well, obviously you need a break. But I've waited up to 15 minutes for a ride just because I had messaged them. Because I a lot of Uber drivers don't communicate. And mm-hmm. I like, I'm very big about communicating. Hey, by the way, I'm five minutes right. away. Or hey, yeah. I'm only two minutes away. Or hey, I am did a drop off middle of bumfuck Egypt. So it's going to take me 10 minutes to get to you. Yeah. Do you want to cancel now before you get, you know, charged and try to get something closer? Or do you want to wait? Yeah. Stuff like that. And so if I'm sitting there, it's like, hey, I'm up front whenever you're ready. And if there is communication, hey, I'm running late, sorry, I'll like, all right, yeah, no, I'll sit here and wait however long you need me to, so long as there's communication. I used to take cabs a lot, and I've only ever had, like, two negative experiences where I've called a cab, they said they'd be there in 15 minutes, and after 30 minutes, I called and said, what the hell's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, we just never showed up, and we're not gonna. So you you rode with Yellow Cab a lot. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Yellow cab only doesn't say that. They say all the drivers on the way. Yeah, or he was there. And they always and say he'll the, be there in twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. they have to. Right? Yeah, that's part of the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just don't. Even show. if it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, we kicked it. Yeah, we kicked it. We did a good job. Um, thanks for being our our guest host. Do you have any shout outs it's or anything you want to? Been an absolute pleasure being a co-host. I'm so excited. I do have a shout out. Sent you a um, link to this. I don't know if you put that in your show notes or anything. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Fantastic. So my oldest stepdaughter, the 24-year-old that I had mentioned earlier, um, is fighting cancer right now. Oh, no. Um, She has a stage four metastasized breast cancer. Oh, my goodness. So, but she's getting amazing care. The thing is, her amazing care is down about a hundred miles from here so there's a lot of driving right there's also a lot of medical bills we're also trying to um build a, a tiny home 
on our property so that she can have her independence but rent free because you know a kid like that should not have to be worried about paying their bills. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So um, we do have a Dropbox fundraiser going for her right now. Um, the link will be in the show notes for that. Yeah. But if anybody has uh, interest in donating to that, I mean, a few bucks here does amazing. You know, it helps with all of that. Those uh, expenses as extra expenses it also makes it so that i can continue to be the only um employed parent so that her father is able to actually stay home and help manage her care so mm. again takes a lot of stress off of her because oh, yeah. there's a huge amount of stuff to manage yeah. even i on can't your even home. imagine and so it, it essentially is not only paying for like you know getting her to and from appointments but it's also making it so that we're able to you know truly emotionally physically financially support her every way that we can while she's fighting this mm -hmm. and um also allows for one parent to be home and be able to you know hang out with his, his baby um so like i said anyone who can put in any sort of donation um we also update it regularly about the status of the building so if you've got a skill or you've got materials or anything you'd like to donate, there's options for that as well. If you oh, don't excellent. have the money, you can always offer sure. time. And we appreciate that. That's great. A ton. If someone were to write you a check, would they write it to you or to somebody associated with their, like, a, is there a, a fund set up or? It's the Dropbox fund. Um, you can do it online. Um, if it can you send to be, a check to it too? Or? Sending a check. Honestly, if you message through that. Who say, writes checks it. anymore? For Some God people say. do. Some I mean, for tax purposes. What are you, 95? Tax purposes, man. <laughs> Yeah. But no, if someone were to write a check, it would probably be directly to um, Keelan and the her name's Gaelic, so the spelling's on the website. Um, okay. But yeah, I would say shout out to that. Um, also to uh, the people who are my regulars who tip enormously. Um, I love you. You guys pay for so much of my coffee, and I, I cannot say <laughs> I cannot say thank you enough. Legal drugs. Um, and uh, yeah. I would love to for you know couple months or something anybody who donates more than like 20 bucks uh they can have one of my books so if you that would out, be amazing yeah. and we can totally put that on too because yep. it's right there's like hey if you donate more than 20 bucks we will you know you get provide free, you you get a free, free book, book. Yeah. just let us know Not worth it <laughs> i've <laughs> read <know>. the book <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we'll put that in the show notes if you put that in your thing um, we can do that for a time period and you just let me know where to send the books absolutely so, yeah. i really appreciate that yeah, so that yeah fun. Oh, that's so good. All right. We're done. We're done. We're done? Well, I do have a joke. <gasps> I do too. Oh, let's do oh. yours. I think yours would be better first because mine's got a really bad punchline. Okay. What's the difference between a lentil bean and a chickpea? A lentil bean and a chickpea. Mm -hmm. I do not. I've never had a lentil bean on my face. <laughs> <laughs> You thought yours okay? Oh no no, mine mine's a bit more uh, a little bit more. Um... Okay, David's gonna get out of the cab now. Yeah. Oh no no no. No, I'm just. All there, right. There are two types of people in this world: those who can extrapolate from incomplete information, and like I said, it's a bad punchline. And it's and what? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's like the piece of paper. You ever do that? What's that one? Right. Uh, uh, on one side, you write, uh, how do you keep a moron in suspense? And on the other Flip side, you write, how do you, you keep, keep a moron, moron in suspense? suspense? So they're like, hmm? Huh? <laughs> it's the other side. Keep flipping. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't have any jokes. Well, your face. Oh. oh. Your mom's face. Oh, not my mom. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, thank you for mm -hmm. for co-hosting. Co yeah, we could have co done co-hosting or co-co-hosting. I think we could have gone another hour with this. Yeah, so. easily. Yeah, Probably. and we may try that. We may yeah. try doing an hour long. Episode. Maybe you'll be a regular guest co-host. Yes. I would absolutely love would to come be. back at some and point because there's always more stories. More stories, yeah, it never and ends. In the time between now and the next time, there'll probably be a hundred more things you can talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys. Have a good Everybody night. Everybody, have a good night. Yeah. Good night. Be safe out there. Except you, Bob. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs>